I like the singer. I like to sing about a ding and a ling. How does how does that song go? I like to sing. Remember that? Remember about that? Ding a lings and you're, you're, you remember that cartoon, right? Yeah, the little bird. The, and he's recording. Well, was it a bird or is it was an owl? Oh, it's an owl. It was a little owl. It was an uh, old time cartoon. It was a flying type Pokemon. <laughs> and he was trying to sing, but his dad didn't want, or his his mom and dad didn't want, want to. that church music, I think, right? He held them back, suppressed. Yeah, they want to do that. Ha, na, na, na. And then when they turned around, and then I can sing, uh, sing about it. That thing. shit was so tight. I was like, ooh. It might seem random, but if you guys like that little intro, go ahead and click that like button. Tell them why they should click that like button, bro. Because, why? Because it helps the algorithm. <laughs> it helps us. It makes us look cool. I just found this out. I say, I say like or dislike, whatever you want to do. But actually, that, we got our, our first dislike, real dislike, bro, on a video. Ooh, dis. On the last video. Yeah. We got one dislike. So if you out there and you listening, go ahead and dislike this video. Yeah. But if you cool, if you buried it under the bridge, if it's water, is, is it water over or water under the bridge? If it, if you're in the past, <laughs> yeah, just just click that like button and drop a comment because it please, helps. Please, please, over everything, subscribe to our channel. Oh yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't, please. if you guys are watching, the first of all, we dropped six. This is episode sixty nine. Sixty nine, the dirty number. Sixty nine episodes, guys. At, give us a subscribe for that alone. Tap it for episode sixty nine. I don't think we have to be looking at the cameras too. Oh, I just got used to it yeah, at this me point. Too. We Plus the cameras, the look way at, the cameras. Look my eyes. I can't because then I look. Into look into my eyes. Look I look at, weird. Look into my eyes. I look weird looking at sideways, bro. I got a weird complexion on my side profile. Huh? Anyways. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Today we got Cameron Calloway, and I'm gonna give you guys a little a little update, a little bio read through of who Cameron Calloway is. He's a singer songwriter, but um, got something actually a little bit more professional than just singer songwriter in here because he actually took the time to write this out, which I'm gonna read right now. Cameron Calloway has a voice that is reminiscent of the Motown era, sprinkled in with buttery falsettos from legendary soul legends like Al Green and Curtis Mayfield. Mm. Who's Curtis Mayfield? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like a good neighbor? No. Stay Farm is there. I don't even know that song. <laughs> Combined with the message of love, peace, and fun. Oh, combined? That was, I read that wrong. Combined? The message of love, peace, and fine, uh, fine and fun, and damn, I butchered that. <laughs> and you get Cameron Calloway. Yeah, just check Boom. the details below. His yeah, bio will be I'm gonna there. try to read this though because I like reading to you guys. It's story time. All right. With his lead single, Supernatural, of his debut, of his mm, of his debut album, My Neighborhood, the soul mm. singer joins us at the dinner table to talk about his experiences and journey to opening and performing with some of the biggest names in the industry, such as the Internet. Mayor Hawthorne, Chance the Rapper, Lord, and many more. That's a pretty good. Oh, <laughs> yo, was that was that putting you to sleep, bro? Was yeah. that not an interesting bio? <laughs> that's a pretty good bio. Uh, you saw you, the internet in there. How 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 you were doing it? Oh, made it so exciting. I got that Great podcast job. voice. I wanted to read it because a lot of people who are watching this, watching the, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are not necessarily watching Team's the video. Doing it right. So you know what I mean. Sometimes you gotta go. Thank you, do, bro. Yeah, I just took a nap. Oh, nap. before we actually uh, get, we got carried away. Let's do that giveaway, bro. Whoa, whoa, yeah, this is the ending, right? No, this is the intro. We're doing the giveaway on the intro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought we we're gonna do it at the end of the podcast, but I guess we're doing it now. So let's nah, do it. No, we gotta do it. The, we gotta, yeah, we gotta right. do it now. So 
you might have to cut out some of this stuff because I'm going to have to figure it out real quick. Oh. <laughs> you don't even have to. Can you send me the link on Facebook? Yep. No. All, right. All right. We finally got it going. So here's what we're going to do. Here's the video from last week. We're going to go ahead and copy the URL, drag it over to the YouTube random comment picker. How many unique uh, comments we got? Big old 14. There we go. We 14. Popping. You got a 1 in 14 chance of winning. <laughs> Is that uh, Jesus? Oh, Jesus Lizarraga. Congratulations. What, what, what comment did he leave? He left. I just want to win. Love the morning dinner. I want to sign by both of y'all if I win. Damn. That's love. If you for real want to sign, man, let us know. I don't want to ruin the shirt. Cameron there we Calloway. go. There we go. You guys are watching Cameron Calloway coming up next. Don't forget, if you guys want to win a morning dinner t-shirt this next week, announce, winners announced next week. Uh, drop a comment down below and let us know what you liked about this episode. And if there's somebody that you want to see on the show and you want to let us know who you think should be on the show, drop a comment down below and let us know. Win a shirt, win a shirt. And Without. if you guys want to see the shirt, give me uh, 10 seconds. Oh, oh, he's getting the shirt. Right here, y'all. Here we go. This is the shirt. Boom, boom, boom. It's not going to be this wrinkly. Is oh, that actually, white? it's going to be this yeah. wrinkly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. If you guys want a chance to win this lovely morning dinner t-shirt, drop a comment down below and let us know. Without further ado, the episode 69 with Cameron Calloway. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. I'm still jealous of that shirt, bro. Yeah, that has got to be the sickest shirt. Dude. Your whole style right now, you're athletic. You're athletic. Mm. You're athletic. <laughs> yeah, Sonia, Sonia, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You want, you, want, you want to just jump into it? Chill out, Mike Tyson, huh? Or you want to just jump into it? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> What's up, Cameron? What's up, y'all? What, what are you up, doing, man? man? I'm here with y'all. Yeah? How's your day so far? It's going cool. Going good. Real chill. Yo. Um, what's, what's your favorite part about your day today so far? My favorite part about today is that I woke up this morning. Hey. Stay Straight blessed. Up. Wow. Straight up, man. Stay That's blessed, deep. man. Straight up. That's dope. <laughs> I like your beanie, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Did you dye your hair recently? I did. Was it usually, was it black before? Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I don't know why I'm noticing, just cause, I think it's because of like your shirt and your beanie, and then I'm like, oh, your hair is a different color. And the last time I saw you, because the last time I saw you was at the studio, and we used to have our studio downtown. Vegas Live session. That, the, that was the last time we saw you, right? Yeah. That was like, what, two, I, two I, year, three years ago? I think I've seen you before then. I forgot where. Anywho, now that we're all together, <laughs> now that we're all together, real quick for people who are tuning in, can you let people know who you are and what you do out here in Vegas? Yes, uh, Cameron Calloway. I am a uh, a full time musician. I'm a singer songwriter. Nice, and you you've had the opportunity to 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 work uh, on the same stage as a bunch of different artists, right? Mm -hmm. well, what are some what are some artists that 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 you've had the pleasure of work like working either with or sharing the stage with? I've had a chance to open for um, acts like Alan Stone. Uh, Drew Hill, um, Emily King. I had a chance to actually open and sing with Maya. Um, and that was um, dreamlike. Now, when you say Maya, you mean M... Maya from the, from you know, that song with M-I-A? M-Y-A? M-Y-A. Oh, I thought you said M-I-A, like the one who's the... the a sunlight, the... the, the paper plane. No, not the paper plane. No, I think she's just M-I-A. M-I-A. Maya was... She... she uh, has a few hit songs for sure but one of the popular ones is the one with um 
Christina Aguilera and Lil Kim and Can you give Pink. us a, a sample? The, uh, it's the it, uh, get you, get you, yeah, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely heard that one. That That's one. one of the things, man. Like, sometimes I'm really good at, like, associating names with, a with like, the music. But when you when I hear the song, I'm like, yeah, I know who you're Oh, talking instantly. About. It's instant, it's you instant, know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, especially with the with those vocals you got going on right now, man. Yeah, he did that on purpose. He's like, yeah, they're singing for me. <laughs> <laughs> you had mentioned that you don't that you haven't had voice lessons, right? Correct. So you, this yeah. all you do right now, all the singing you've done has all been completely self taught. Yes. Now, did you yeah. like train yourself, or was that kind of like a you watch a YouTube video kind of thing? And you, because I know like a lot of people learn on YouTube, and we learn how to do video and photo on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, it's um, yeah, just training myself, um to sound how I would, you know, some of my favorite singers, a lot of my favorite singers are like the old school Motown, um, Aretha Franklin, Al Green, Donny Hathaway. Ooh, the Those school. are my favorite, like the classic soul singers are my favorites. Um, so I just like listened, listened, listened to how they would, Marvin Gaye, um, how they would approach songs or how, what they would do with their voice. And I just try to like emulate that mm -hmm. you know in my voice so it's taken a long time to get there and i'm still working on it too so I, i've noticed something about singers and i've noticed that when whenever you hear a singer that sticks they always have a certain tang i was like twang twang, twang. like they have a certain they have a certain like uh how do you say do you like tang the orange juice yeah yeah bro i that grew shit. up with that so good that was my favorite thing but i couldn't afford it so we got tampico I Tampico got that too. Tampico was the mom. Tampico. Yeah. One of those had like 6,000 milligrams of sugar. <laughs> Both <cup>. of them. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. Let me turn off the AC. Oh, it's still on? Yeah. I don't think you probably hear in the background. Yeah, All right. But I was going to say, so usually when I hear like a singer that sticks in my mind, they've got something going on in their voice where it's like, like for example, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Like they do, like the signature, uh, the signature style things. of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, let me grab the remote. Did you take the remote with you, Chuck? No. Oh. I'm trying to be all sneaky. Why is it in your hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, nope. <laughs> I was trying to switch the camera angle to him. Yeah, yeah I, I got him. It's yeah, on so, him so, so real quick. So when you said you study the way that singers sing, like, do you try to copy or emulate? Or do you how do you find your own sound, I guess? You know, like your own twang. Well, I would, for example, like I would listen to a lot of Donny Hathaway. Mm. And um, I don't know what that is. Oh, man. I'm ignorant, one bro. Of the, one of the best doesn't get talked about doesn't get talked about a lot because mm -hmm. everybody always talks about like Stevie Wonder and um you know some other soul singers but like Donnie Hathaway is someone that doesn't get talked about a lot but he's like one of the greatest vocalists that I've heard um I would just kind of listen to his stuff a lot and then try to emulate that really um but without sounding too much you know like him but I would try to Definitely trying to sing a song of his um, and how I would approach it, how I would pronounce certain, you know, vowel sounds. Mm -hmm. um, Is Donnie Hathaway kind of like a Teddy Pendergrass kind of person? They're like just super talented behind the scenes kind of? Um, Was he writing Stevie Wonder's music? Maybe a, a little. I would say Teddy Pendergrass is kind of like very, uh, I don't know if you like Trey Song. I would say he was like the Trey Songs back in the day. Oh, really? I, I, in, in my opinion, I didn't grow up with that music, so I just, I'm just hearing about him now. <laughs> Who Trey Song? No, talking. Yeah, bro, I just heard about Trey Song. Now I'm talking about Teddy Pendergrass. I heard he was like kind of like the the behind the scenes kind of guy, but maybe he was. Uh, man, there's a lot of those cats. TP's a, yeah, he's a that yeah. I can't. We'd have to spend the whole day talking. <laughs> about yeah, um, I, I just want to say 
like how did you how do you like rate a vocalist you know what i mean like what caught your attention like was it the lyrics was it how we just sang or is it like a whole bunch of different things um i think from for it for me in my world um i appreciate vocalists that could um kind of do it all mm. and when i when i say do it all i mean be able to maybe have a high falsetto but also kind of be heavy at certain points in the song or just have a very soft approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't think that an artist should always be the exact same style throughout their career. They should switch it up every now and then. Is that what you're saying? Um, not necessarily. Okay. Um, but I think it's natural to maybe want to sound different. Supernatural. From your, <laughs> from your, it's supernatural to sound uh, different from your last project and stuff. I think that's just like, you know yeah growing as a person yeah technically yeah. yeah 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 but you mean like just be able to not just high notes only right like hit um, all different aspects think of somebody. marvin gay oh yeah mm. is a perfect example all right um <laughs> marvin gay for me is like complete singer uh when you let's get it on uh you know classic song if you just listen to what he's doing throughout everything he's got he, he's very very soft with it very sensual and brings it in but then also yeah bring it in and mm-hmm. then maybe hit some high notes too like it's I, the artistry of it yeah man i yeah. don't know it's it's um i don't it's it's like watching a, a chef being able to cook different styles of food you know perfectly you gotta be able to cook mexican food you gotta yeah. be yeah. mediterranean you gotta get down south yeah right i feel even that bro. Make, even making a good pizza too yeah I don't think you can mess up a pizza, to be honest oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had some bad really? pizza. Damn. I'm we, a pretty ignorant. I got a five-year-old palate, so it don't matter. It's like, you can put anything in this pizza. <laughs> we we over here, we're like, uh, what's it, uh, Little Caesars, bro? Oh, Little dang. Caesars, you get the $5 hot and ready, bro? Little C- I it's enjoy the, Little Caesars. It's literally, I think, the cheapest pizza you could ever get. And we still enjoy it. <laughs> Man, I, I get those Walmart ones. The frozen ones, I just put in a little conventional. Oven. I think it's because oh we kind of grew up a little ghetto, too. So like when we have when we have the good stuff, we're also like, oh, what is this? I'm not used to this. And I'm like, I'll pay $20 for this, you know, little 8-inch pizza. Like, mm. You know what I mean? It's acquired. Man, I actually like the Lunchables pizza. Ooh. I can See, never, I that's can never where I'm like, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ugh. I can never get, are, you supposed to, are you supposed to heat those up? You can see. I keep okay, them cold and yeah. I hate them, and I'm like, it's oh. up to the individual. But I'll eat them because a five year old pal is like, it's food, nah. yo. If we're, if, we're, if we're gonna talk lunchables, we gotta. Keep, I I keep it classic. I keep the cheese cracker, and ham. The, the ham cheese and the ham, or the dirt turkey That's as it. well. That's yeah, but hell's got turkey. Oh yeah, yeah, but, but <laughs> those have gotten kind of expensive if you think about it, huh? Because I remember when I was growing up, they used to be like fifty cents, like a a pop. Now they're like two fifty. Are they really? Yeah, but we should have invested in <laughs> legible, <laughs> legible stocks. <laughs> I want. I want to talk about something. Kind of getting off that train. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, 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 TV, sh- not TV shows. What are they called? Uh, those performance shows, like The Voice. Mm-hmm. You got America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on shows like that, um, and the talent that goes on there, and and what it takes to make it versus how you think it should be. Like, do you yeah. think it should be different? Um, are you happy with the way that that show is going? Like, what, what are your thoughts on those shows? Um, I've actually, actually, I've actually tried out. Oh, you have for the, for the voice a few times, actually. Mm. Um, my personal take on it is if, if you want a 
road to like fast um, success, mm-hmm. then m- maybe you should try the show out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in my my take is, um, I'm trying to build something that has longevity, right? And from what I've seen on the show, talented, you know, extremely talented um, singers. After the show is done, I don't really hear about a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't tell you who's won the voice the past nope, two years. Nope, either. Yeah, you know, I haven't I haven't seen them on a Coachella bill or you know Bonnaroo or Life is Beautiful. I haven't seen some of those folks on there. So yeah, those the, those TV shows are interesting. It's interesting. It's television. I, I used to be I used to be addicted to those shows, man. Me too. I used to watch it because there's something about the human psyche where you watch those shows and you go, oh, competition. Oh, who's better, you know? Yeah. And you kind of like, it, it, you know, you like seeing who's going to win, who's going to who's gonna do something new this week, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's the whole, I think people are naturally driven by competition, um, yeah. you know? But it's, I think it's in our genetics, you know, to just be able to beat somebody out no matter what. And, yeah. And it can be friendly, you know what friendly I mean? Friendly competition is always great. But it, I think it's know. knowing, it's knowing that, hey, yeah. You do get jealous. You do get competitive sometimes. Yeah. Just be real especially with yourself. When there's a prize, yeah. Especially when there's a prize happening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But it's a, into, I, my experience with The Voice was uh, interesting because I realized that it wasn't about The Voice. It is, but it's not. It's more so about the story. And it's more so about television. Yeah. Um, it's got to make good television. It's 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 yeah. it's got to be. <laughs> we always yeah, bro. All the I, time. How did you know I was about yeah, to whip that out? Have you seen time. that skit? Which one? The the Key and Peele skit where where they the, the guy does like a dance on stage and uh, he's and and he's terrible, bro. He's got he's like a terrible dancer. And they're about to kick him. But off. then they're about to, they're kicking him out. Like no, sorry, next, sorry. Uh, did I tell you that I, I'm self I'm self taught? I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's all right. Next, he goes. Uh, did you know I raised my daughter by myself? Uh, next, I'm you, homeless. I'm homeless. I raised my mom. Uh, I raised my mom by myself. I need no help. <laughs> and my, my daughter has a daughter, and she blind. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a ticket. Give him a ticket. <laughs> going to Vegas. <laughs> that shit's totally. Dude, it's, it's, I can't. Yeah, man. Every time I watch it, and it, it like it, those stories are real. You know, I, I there have been situations where the stories are fake, but. Um, when it's like it's TV, it's got to sell. And, and, um, I just, when I did it, I was like, this is going to be cool. And then I got that experience and I was like, this is not what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's, it was definitely an eye opening experience. Mm-hmm. We had talked to, uh, uh, Cameron Detman about his experience on, on, mm-hmm. on the voice too. And he talked about it, how he, he's auditioned multiple times and then, it's like a, you wait in line for hours and then even after waiting for hours and then you perform and even if you do your best job and you, you are the greatest singer there sometimes you don't you don't you don't get picked and it's then it's like acting and then they keep your name on file where they you know if, if they do need people they call you back and you yep. get another try you know what i mean it's yep. it's whatever fits their itinerary right yeah because it's a show at the end of the day right there's um, there's been i mean one of the examples that i've seen where it didn't work out but she has a I think an amazing career right now is Tori Kelly. She was on, Ooh. she tried out for American Idol and she got cut. Low key though, she was popping before yes. American Idol. Like yes. if you, she was, yeah. the, the, she? Tori Kelly? You never heard of Tori Kelly? No. She's a, she's a singer, songwriter, producer. Sound like two first names. Bro. <laughs> she's a she is the dopest like one of the dopest singers yeah. and and like she does have a unique twang to her voice she has that yeah. kind of like high pitch and that's why she got kicked off because simon cowell <laughs> was like uh 
you you sound nasally and you'll never make it like that's literally what he said damn and, she, and she's making and she's like doing uh songs on like major movies yeah in hollywood you know yeah. and she's killing it she's killing it. she's touring bro she's going all over the world like just killing it but the, the first time i heard about her was uh she was making a youtube cover not a youtube cover she was producing a beat online on her youtube channel this was back in like 2012 mm. way back in the day little did i know when YouTube was kind of like, yeah, I mean, it still is a thing, but I feel like I feel like YouTube a few years ago was like, yeah. you had to upload stuff. Yeah, this was like the time to upload it. Um, yeah, man, Tori Kelly is a great example of like how sometimes those kind of things don't work out. Yeah, you know, and do, phenomenal voice. Do you ever think about uploading uh, videos to your channel, like covers and stuff like that, or how do you feel about covers? You know, for a long time, I was a little against it, mm. only because I didn't want to be perceived as a cover artist, and. Um, you know, being here in Vegas, you know, most of the work out here is um, cover stuff on the strip. Yeah. You know, if you could sing for a few hours, three, four hours, play some cover songs. Um, so my approach to like the cover thing was negative and it took some time to kind of deal with that. And I'm at a point now where I see covers as a, a great opportunity to connect with other with with generations to be very honest you mm -hmm. know because I, I i play a bunch of covers on the strip and i play stuff from jason mraz to michael jackson to frank sinatra to stevie wonder to john denver but i'm able to connect with different ages and and different races too so my perspective has changed on that as of today like yeah just to be able to use that song as a platform to connect yeah, you know. I remember when I when when YouTube was in its early stages. Like one of my favorite things about looking at, because I can't sing, bro. I'm not a singer, but I like watching other people sing. And when I would go on YouTube, and even if it's like a crappy cell phone recording, bro, like I remember being hooked on people's journeys and like and, and seeing them upload every week. And that got me to like an artist to the point where then they, they would have original music. Then I started like going, oh, what what else are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know, does their does their own music rival the covers they've been doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's when you really get to find out about that artist, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think you should definitely make that like a, a thing. I'm trying to, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. And pe people always always say that it's like a limiting thing thing when they don't have like a production team to make all these videos but i always say like set up a little camera man in the corner like of course the most important thing is audio right as i'm sure you know right if you can you can have crappy video but if your audio sounds good like you're you're good right yeah i don't know if you yeah. knew that have you ever tried watching a uh, a movie with bad sound there's no such thing yeah right i haven't done it but you can watch you can watch a, a a movie like Blair Blair Witch Project, who has crappy video, shaky camera, never almost never in focus, like it's all over the place. But the audio is there, so you, right. it keeps you int intrigued, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Unless you're a lo-fi artist, <laughs> then you could get away and, with that. Hey, and then people like that too, man. <laughs> like, I love lo-fi. Can you explain to me what lo-fi is again? Uh, lo-fi to me is when you just basically take out the highs, and it just sounds like muddy, muddy, like, like super muddy. But I like it for some reason. I'm like, ooh, this is raw. But they literally just take the frequency on the right side and they just <laughs> shrink it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I, I think it has like an aesthetic that I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I, I couldn't do it all day because I'm like, okay, I need a little clarity. <laughs> I need to hear the track. <laughs> just sounds like somebody put a mitten over the And like you speaker. said, with, with, the, with like the, uh, the video doesn't have to be super high quality because there was a video, I think, a couple years ago um, when Tennessee Whiskey came out from Chris Stapleton. Mm -hmm. There was a cover. I think it was just this daughter and her dad just recorded on her phone but the dad like killed it yep cover that song like 
stupendously. Right. And it blew up, but it was just on a, it was on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think that the, 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 it, the wow factor of it surprising you. And then also the fact like consistency is our thing. Like if you can stay consistent, it doesn't matter what your qualities look like. If I know that you're constantly putting things out, it's almost like a, like a, a mentality, like a, like a psychological thing where it's like, you know, why am I going to listen to if you're going to stop putting things out for two, three years? Mm. If you're going to listen to somebody, you want to know that they're going to continuously like, you know, and I know and I know you're killing. It. I know you're constantly doing shows and you're always making music. But like seeing that con- constant uh, uh, upload of, of, of YouTube kind of gets you into that world, man. Right. So. Right. So if you start doing it, consistency is key. Right? I'm telling you, man. And for the life. Thing, yeah. For life. And one yeah. thing. Um, do you still send in like demos to labels or anything? Do you like mess with that? No, haven't tried it. I haven't mm. tried it. I'm just talking to a lot of just like musician friends. Like the music business is, you know, constantly changing to the mm-hmm. point where like now you kind of really don't need a label. It's nice to have yeah, that yeah, backing of course. Uh, and support. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to, it's a lot of work for sure. But if you're able to just kind of hone in and, and build your audience and, and find a way to do it on your own, mm-hmm. like I, I, I don't think record labels are needed at this time. Yeah. What about more of like, cause like when I, when I speak about record labels and more of like the indie ones, like mm. a car park or, uh, I don't want to say like a mellow music group or any of those, like they're small, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's almost like a collective. That's a label that like, Breakbot's on. Huh? That label that Breakbot's on. That's a pretty big label. Oh, is it? But, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, um, it's pretty small too. Ed Bangers? Yeah, Ed Bangers. Ed Hardy. Yeah, some pretty amazing people. Sorry, you know I don't that. know anything about anything. <laughs> but yeah, like, if you get something, like, on one of those records, like mm. one of Tori Moore's labels, or... I'm not sure, like, exact names right now, but there's, I know there's, I follow there, a there's lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I know there's, a, there's, like, a Dave Matthews. He has his own label, and it's, like, ATO. Like, records. would you be cool with those? I'd be open to it, for sure. Yeah. yeah not yeah. exclusive, of course. I'd be, be open like, to it. Also, just knowing, like, hey, man, you got one life, you know. It's not going to come back. I'll do it next life. You know, the next life I get, I'll, I'll sign to a label. It's, yeah, you know. see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to I wanna get back to the to the, the, the growing up in your life. Mm. What was it? What was the turning point that made you decide that you wanted to become an artist? That, they, that was a career that you wanted to pursue? Um, I know it's a loaded question, but it's, I don't know if there's, like, a point. Well, after high school, after high school was done, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, my mom is Filipino. And so there's this thing in the Filipino culture to go into nursing. Yeah. And, um, Hispanics too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they just become art. They just become nurses. And that's cool. If you want to do it, either nurses or like ultrasound. Yeah. That's like the thing. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I didn't want to do that. It wasn't something that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent a few years trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And um, I always kind of sang to myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to get my hands on a guitar before I started, before I made the decision to do music. And I was like, well, I, you know, I, I want to be able to do something that I enjoy at the end of the day and not just um, do it because the, the money is nice. I want to be able to be happy. Yep. I want to be happy with what I'm doing. And so like 2015 kind of came about and I was working at this chocolate store, the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory mm. at the Orleans Hotel. Damn, that's um, a bomb. It was dope. It was a cool job, you know, when I had it. And um, summer of 2015 came around and I was just kind of, I took the jump, I took the leap 
you know, after, I actually at that time too, I, I read The Alchemist. Um, I don't know if you have I've a heard of that to book. I don't know book. what it's about, but everyone keeps talking. Very about inspiring it. book. And it's, um, not like, it's not like a pyramid scheme book, is it? <laughs> is it about mental alchemy? You know, essentially, it's it's the message was the message in this book is when you decide if you believe in something and you decide um, to take on whatever it is you're going to take on, the world will conspire to be in your favor. Oh, it's like The Secret on Netflix. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you t- I was thinking about Full Metal Alchemist. It's the law of attraction, essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 2015 came in, and I was like, I'm going to quit my job and do it. Because I enjoy Damn, that's it. a leap. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It was the love for it. No, but at this point, you didn't have, like, a whole gig lined up. You didn't have an album that you were working on. You were just like, this is what I want to no. do. No. Dang. I was, you know, I, that's brave. Yeah, that's uh, brave, bro. I, There's a lot of people who know exactly what they want to yeah, do. I plan my shit and out. like, you know what? I still need that paycheck every I week. Saved up, you know, I saved up for like maybe like two, three months. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to try it out. Gives you a little wiggle I'm room. Gonna, I'm just going to try it out for two, three If it doesn't work, I'll go yeah. back to work. Yeah. Go back to chocolate. I haven't been back to work since, man. Thanks, since 2015. Yeah. I, I quit and immediately gigs opened up. Ooh. So it was like the book. You know, as things started to kind of line up. Yeah. I quit my job and then... You're also very talented, so maybe that helped too. <laughs> you know, even at the time, I didn't really have much online. Yeah. You know, oh, I, really? Yeah. Just, that is crazy. That's wild. I had wild. a few videos, yeah. you know, open mics. So you, you know, I was doing open mics every week at the time. Um, so, yeah, I quit the job and then I got some gig offers in different casinos around town. Like just randomly or were you hitting people up or... Randomly. Yeah. Whoa, now, here, here's Here's my question. Were your family and friends that you were that were surrounding you? Were they kind of like telling you, "Oh yeah, you should think about quitting and pursuing this full time"? Mom and dad said, "Don't fucking do it." <laughs> really, your own parents? <laughs> Dang. But, yeah. but but what about your friends? Were they? What, did you have like a group of friends that were like your support group? They were like, "Oh yeah, you would you would kill it." Um, very few. I had very few friends at the time that um, supported that idea because it is when you think about it, it's like, dude, you're not gonna get. You have to find your money now. Yeah. You don't get a constant yeah. check every week. And so... Um, and the money can be sweet if you find it. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah. A, it's like a leprechaun. Um, <laughs> find that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Um, my girlfriend, Sonia, uh, was very supportive and was like, yeah, you can do it. Sonia Barcelona. Shout, we out, just out, Sonia. Shout out Sonia Barcelona. Shout out Shout Sonia. out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had a few friends that were supportive and was like, dude, yeah, try just try it out. Just do it. And then if it doesn't work out, you can always go back. But... Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to, and in my mind, I didn't want to be six years old or 70 and, and look back. It's like, I should have just tried No it. regrets, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. You know? Well, was there ever a point though, when after, after that, you, after you quit after 2015, from then until now that you were like, oh shit, maybe I should kind of think about going back to work or has it just been, have you just been crushing it ever since? Man, the, the gigs have been coming at a, at a good rate. I mean, there's been very few times where I'm like, man. I might maybe, maybe I should go back to working. Mm-hmm. But but I think that's every artist though. Every artist feels yeah, that no matter what amount of yeah, success yeah. they have, there's always more, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think I think that's a good thing because that's also something that keeps us going and yeah. it keeps us wanting more rather than just settling with, with what we're getting. Like I ain't going back to that know? life. Yeah, was, man. Because you're still in that, that life. Chuck. I, 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 oh yeah, I worked at. We still got jobs, bro. I, <laughs> I love my regular. But job. you're working towards your dream. So what we're yeah. doing right now? You know what what we're doing? We're doing market research right now. Yep. We're trying to find out what percentage of our friends are like making. We're it investing out there. our time into investment. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it together. Um, but yeah, dude. Even I, I worked at Whole Foods for like a, a you know a couple months, and 
carts and bag stuff, put stuff back on the shelves. Did you ever try those uh, wheatgrass shots? Yeah, I have. Pretty good, right? They're good. <laughs> pretty good, right? I, and, uh, shots, man. I went good. one time. I went one time. It's pretty good, bro. I was surprised because from what the way they look, I was like, oh, this is going to be nasty. Because I hate like green shakes, green stuff. Mm. And then you try it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty it's not sweet. Too bad. Oh, I just take it like a like an alcohol shot. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, you can maybe have some orange juice after or something. It's not too it's bad. It's not that bad, bro. It's, it, bad. it's pretty good. It is. Yeah. It is. But we get getting off. He was like, can you, put some, can you put some sugar in my <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised. I'm I'm actually convinced that he did because it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It had a little sweet bro, are you tang sure to you it. weren't like drinking like a smoothie before? Anyways, <laughs> okay. seeing your vibrant style right now, you you uh you you had told us that you were inspired by Nickelodeon growing up in the nineties. Yeah. Do you think that style kind of carries over to what your vibe is right now in twenty nineteen? I think so, man. Yeah, yeah. There is um Nickelodeon, just a lot of 90s stuff in general. Um, I kind of miss it. I miss the times where we were able to just call each other and hang and, and, and wonder what the other person was up to versus being, now you can just check yep. what they're up to, you know, or they're, where they're traveling or whatever. So that, that along with some of the cartoons that were happening at the time, Nickelodeon and, and, uh, I don't know if you guys checked like Doug Rugrats. Oh yeah, yeah. we grew up with it. Yeah, yeah we're man. so so you're from the 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 grew up in the mid '90s to early 2000s generation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I would say that the and I saw this uh, Facebook post a while a while back talking about how we're like the the, the weird generation. We're the generation that wasn't because the generation before us grew up without technology. They didn't have it growing up, you know. Mm-hmm. So by the time they got it, they were already adults. But then the generation after us grew up completely engulfed with it. We grew up in an age when we grew up. We grew up outside playing. We didn't have social media. We didn't have phones. But then in our second part of our you know, life, growing up, it was kind of thrown onto us, you know. Yeah. So we kind of got the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a weird mentality to be in, you know. And I think that's kind of also something that that kind of like. I don't want to take it there, but it goes back to like the mental depression too, because we're such a confused generation too, that you know that kind of contributes to it. I agree, man. Yeah. The social media thing. I'm very guilty of this. The social media thing, at times, has made me feel inadequate. Oh, like, 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 like you're not good enough. Uh, yeah, not good enough. It makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. Oh yeah. Um, because you see people, and no matter what, yeah. as much as you can be like, oh, this doesn't bother me. It, subconsciously it's like it does. oh fuck this fool's traveling and yeah. doing shit and it's like but you don't know his life you don't know if he's happy you don't know shit right you don't know we're, shit. All, we're all going through certain battles and yeah. and we're not nobody's showing that online yeah everybody's showing like oh i'm over here in paris well so so think about the fact that that somebody's social media profile like if they're an artist if they're a musician if there's someone who's using it to their advantage they're doing it as a resume you know, like, look yeah, at what I've done. Sure. Look at this show I've headlined. Look at this audience that I've brought. You know, like, kind of kind of that. So nobody posts, like, oh, look at my show, and they show two people in the audience. Nobody's showing that. I thought that. about doing that. You know? I thought you, about doing that. I think you should. I think you did that. That's real. If you did that, I'd follow you, because I love when people are raw. Just keep and they're it real, man. Straight up, because then I'm like, oh, you're human. And then I, yeah. I and then I'd put, like, an Instagram story, I'm like, yo, I'm pretty pissed off. Why are y'all coming to my show? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, that, that would get me to go to your next show. I'd be like, yo, that's hilarious. It's... I, somebody posted this on Facebook a few days ago, but they talked about how a lot of the musicians on social media are fronting. Like when they talk about, oh man, last night was epic. I was like, was it really epic? Yeah. Cause there was like 10 people that came to the show, you know? And I, I've had shows where it's like, it's not, you know, maybe not, not, not the best turnout. I appreciate everybody that does come out. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not super jam packed. 
you know, and um, yeah, you got to be careful. I I'll always say this is just somebody was telling me at the Hunter, they seen Jay Z. And he's like, there was literally 10 people in the fucking crowd. This is back in the day. In the 90s? Yeah. And he oh, was the like, Hunters on Charleston? Hunters, yeah. He's Charleston like, yeah, dude, Jay-Z wow. came here and he's like, there was like 10 people wow. in the crowd. I said, I said Charleston and Nelson. So just, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Charleston and Las Vegas Boulevard? Hunters. I think it's Hunters and Charleston, isn't it? Isn't it on Hunters? Just that yeah. big white building, right? Yeah. yeah. The one they try to rebuild. Maryland <laughs> they Parkway. They try to redo. Yes. Maryland, Parkway Maryland Parkway and Charleston. Yep. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. about. Is it? I got fixated on that, bro. I don't know why I'd be getting fixating on on, the, on like the most like insignificant things. Like when I was talking about your hair, and I was like, "Flamingo and Cobalt." You change your hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. But yeah. It's like I, I, yeah. That's something that's a, that's an interesting thing, and I'd know. be careful with social media, man, because it's never what it what is never what it is. Yes. Um, you yeah. know, unless you know, because I've seen people with like twenty, thirty thousand followers, bro, but their engagement isn't there. Right, you know, then you know somebody. Then you know the right. fake, right? Or or they're not bringing people to their shows, you know, right. or they're not turning out. Who was that one? Uh, that one girl. She was on social media. She had like two million followers, bro, and she couldn't sell. Was it twenty six shirts? Oh yeah, or something she couldn't like sell like thirty six shirts. Yeah, and the company yeah. she had to like mm-hmm. basically tell the company that was making them like, hey, yep. don't do it because nobody. Nobody purchased anything. But That's the, crazy. But at the same time, I know a dude who's like following way more people that even follow him. And he's making a business out of his what he's doing. Mm. And he's bringing income and he's feeding his family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like social media is never what it looks like. No, you know what I mean? I, and I've learned to maneuver and I've learned to not. I'm still working at it, but I've learned to just approach it. Yep. Uh like a video game. Yep. I really. mean, think about yep. it. This is like a different kind of correlation, but think about how billionaires, right? Bill Gates, you got the, uh, the, what's his name? Jeff Bezos. You never see him driving Lamborghinis and wearing flashy stuff. Like you see him in like a polo t-shirt and some, you know, some slacks or like some khakis. Like, yeah. cause they, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to impress anybody. Right. Even and though they're, they're both worth a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and they're staying busy too. Then you don't have to, I think you don't have to flaunt every time or you don't have to just, one of the best lines ever in music. Hmm. Real G's move like silence. And, or is it real G's move? Is uh, that Tupac? Move, move no, in no. silence? <laughs> real G's move in silence like lasagna. Oh, shit. Uh, Lil Wayne. You're a big quote man, huh? Man, I try to be. I was peeping your Instagram. I was but, like, Dan's got a lot but, of quotes. Uh, well, that's one, of the best, uh, that's one of the best lines because I feel like, yeah, you don't have to show everybody what you're doing all the time. Yeah. You know, Bill Gates and everybody, they're not on these platforms. They can flaunt. Yeah, they, <laughs> they yes, want they can. Yes, they, they could can. flaunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Dan Bilzerian. He yeah. flaunts every day. It's just, but <laughs> you it, ever heard of Dan Bilzerian? It's, it's no, that whole thing. No. I think it's just like, it, it's a marketing thing. It's, yep. it's to, to itself, it, yep. it's its own little world. You know what I mean? It's like shock value or anything. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's because I'm also getting older, like, because I'm 20, 28 now. And like the the me wanting wanting to share stuff on social media has like gone down a lot mm-hmm. versus when I was like twenty one, twenty two, right? Yes. Like, bro, when I was yeah. like when I was twenty one, twenty two, I I gathered like thirty five thousand tweets on Twitter, bro, and then I went from like ages twenty four to twenty seven, not a single tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I think you so grow. It's, just, it's kind of like a you 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 start thinking about like oh, is this worth sharing? Like, what is this doing and what is really happening here, right? Yeah. And it's one of those days where I'm also, like, trying to find some distance between me and my phone, right? Yes, because we're always taking it out. And Man. Record, I have, Sometimes I pause and I ask myself, do, do, I, really, you doing? do I really want to show you that I'm eating ice cream right now? Yeah. 
I do. <laughs> I catch myself. Yeah. And, and, and I still do it. I'm still guilty of it. It's like, but I asked myself that question. I was like, I was, I'm going to eat a sandwich right now, but do I have to show everybody that I'm eating the sandwich? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, man. Social media is, there's pros and cons for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's for pros sure. and cons for sure. Are, are these kind of conversations that you end up having with your, uh, with your girlfriend, Sonia? In the household, you guys Sonya, are kind of like. I have this conversation with Sonia, uh, my friend Jessica Manalo, Rasar from the league. Like everybody that everybody that does music, or even just you have to be on it to promote whatever you're doing. I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and, and everybody has mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. You know for sure, but like the general consensus is that sometimes it can get and in, into your mind and mess with you in, the, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. How, how is that dynamic of, of you and your partner also both creating music mm-hmm. and I would say music that is not necessarily even in like the same genre or the yeah. same kind of like you know style what is that dynamic like um, do you guys bump heads do you guys go like no we don't you guys try to mess with each other's songs we actually listen to a lot of the same music oh you do yeah yeah so you guys I, draw I, from like the same inspirations I, like here and there not not too much but um Although I do make R&B and soul music, Mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of different styles of music and I enjoy listening to a bunch of stuff. I just don't listen to R&B all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll have, I don't know, you go through my playlist and I'm probably got something playing from um, Godsmack or or something from Raising His Machine or, you know, Nat King Cole or Frank Sinatra or it's, you know. Or even just music scores, just too. Just keeping it you know, fresh. Movie keeping scores, it you know, movie yeah. scores, too. Do you ever listen to Korean R&B? Like, it's kind of like K-pop, but it's not K-pop. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, man, you not too much. That shit's so not dope. Not too much. Yeah. Gotta put you on, man. Okay. Some of my favorite artists, I, I don't even know what they're saying. But, but <laughs> I can you, sing the songs, too. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Chuck and I have listened to, to what's, that, what's that, that guy's Zion name? Zion T. Zion T. Oh, Crush. I have heard yeah, of those, this. Yeah, those fools are Because, you know, uh, one of the guys from Black Street actually moved out there. And he basically handles, all, manages all the R&B upcoming Korean guys. It's pretty amazing. I was like, really? oh, damn. I forgot which one. But Zion T was talking about it. That's, like, that's, yes, that's, um, that's another realm, too. Yes. That we, we always talk about is like getting big in a different country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's um, when I'm out here on the, in the casinos playing um, these gigs, the people that come up to me and treat me like a superstar are not from here foreigners yeah they're so juiced yeah and they're so engaging and they're focused on you um here in the u.s we have a different approach to music i don't know it's a little um is it because we're just we're not like it's just all here and it's so much bubble gum you know what i mean it's so much that you chew on and spit out so fast like you just yes everything's kind of like because i swear like we always come back to this topic but people in other cultures all the way just to Mexico, right down south. You know what I mean? Is like they really respect the music. They mm-hmm. take, but I also think it's because in their culture, they're more family oriented. They hold culture more endear into their lives mm. than kind of Americans. Not saying Americans are bad. I love being, I love America. Yeah. But it's like we kind of do have such we have such a big melting pot, and it's you don't really hold things near and dear to you. Yeah, I think it's also cultures. because it, we're living in America, we're also very spoiled when it comes very to music. Spoiled. Yeah, you yeah, know, like you know, oh, you want to go see your favorite artist? They're here next month. You know, especially in Vegas. You know, oh, whatever artist is your favorite artist, guarantee they're doing a show in your city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dallas, Texas. You're talking about uh, uh, Anaheim or L.A. There's always the big artists playing, but that's when you true. go to a, a show that's far away, maybe they don't come around as often. Yeah. So when they come to your town, you're like, oh crap. Um, I was listening to this comedian. Uh, 
was it Bobby Bobby Lee? Bobby Lee was saying that he does a show when when he does a show in in Houston, Texas, versus when he does it like a, a, in a town like like Louisiana or something. No, like no, that, like in, in, still in Texas, but like a couple of like miles away. The amount of appreciation that they come for their comedy, like because the, the 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 big the big cities, they don't give a fuck. They don't really care that much. But when you go to the small cities, like wow, because that's like, all they have. I want to stay after the show and talk mm-hmm. to you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's definitely that's true. It's that's definitely crazy. kind of like a, you know. I forgot I was going with that. <laughs> I know we went there. <laughs> no, I know what you Bring it back to your, uh, the dynamic between me and Sonya. It's like we, we, we feed off each other. We give each other, you know, critiques. And, uh, you know, if we need some help with writing and stuff, then we'll kind of like, oh, you may do this and do that. But, like, it's, it's, it's fun having uh, a partner also doing music because she understands, we both understand what it's going to take and what it takes to to you know to be successful in it yeah so you that you guys know how to fill in for each other when you're down or you can't figure something out a little bit of that yeah i was gonna say when's the next when are you gonna do a dual project we haven't you know that's the one thing we haven't been able to do yet it's just like sit down and write together you know but it's on it's on it's on the horizon Ooh, that's the name of the song title right there, man. That's the EP on the album. horizon. On the horizon. If you guys do oh, a song, yeah. we're gonna play this clip to it. <laughs> it's gonna be the intro to that song. <laughs> I was gonna say because I was, I was, I was wondering like, create when creatives get together, like, what's that dynamic like? It, does it is there a competition thing? Is it kind of like a do you guys lift each other up? So that's something that because I've never even like dated like a creative, so I, yeah. that's kind of something that's just been in the back of my mind. You ever gone out with like a photographer? Nope. All right, they wrap that up. <laughs> I'm a pretty lonely man. Uh, yeah, because I think it's the one thing. Like I've I've always had issues with back in the day when it came to collabing with people is just letting them have their creative side and letting me have my creative side, mm-hmm. and then trying to like not bump heads. How Chuck's do you... the closest relationship I had with another creative. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I think it just comes down to being able to communicate, understand, like put, being able to put your ego in check. Being able to put your <laughs> being able to put your ego in check first, but then being able just to like communicate, you know, and 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 you know, flow off that energy together. Because I've been in situations where it doesn't, it does. There's been moments where it doesn't feel too, you know, collaborative. Do you have yeah. to? Do you have to call it off, or do you just pull through and like push through and just? I've like pulled through. Oh, okay. But um. You're like, I don't like this shit. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's tough, you know, especially when you're going to something and it's like, we should work on this together. Mm-hmm. Like, we. And then it kind of just like turns into, you know, something else. But Y'all ever gone to a fist this... fight? Nah, man. <laughs> nah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there's, but on the flip side, there is, there have been some great collaborations. I've done some stuff with um, Rasar from The Leak and, and Echo and, um, you know, a bunch of dope MCs in town and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Are oh, you talking yeah. about the the leak? Yeah. 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 I always I've call that, that the lick. The, the, no, I mean, the it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, wait, L I Q U E. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, the lick. I love. They're dope, man. What's <laughs> yeah. the the the, the lead guy's name? Rasar. Rasar. Yeah. That dude's dope, man. Yeah, we gotta man. get him on, bro. Yeah. Most definitely. He's, he's a he's a he's a dope lyricist. Yeah. And he's young too, isn't he? I don't know how old he is. Why would so. you? Why would you bring? That? I think uh, he's. I thought it was like, <laughs> like fourteen. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like fifteen. <laughs> spiritually, twenty five thousand years old. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. I want to. I want to kind of hit a topic um, of in your music career. Yeah. What have you found has been like 
how much time do you spend on the marketing, the business side of things versus the actual creating, the actual playing music? Because I know like when it comes to like running a photography business or a video business, like most of your time is spent looking for clients or looking for gigs or invoicing or figuring out mm-hmm. like taxes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the actual work of shooting and editing is like 15 percent. Is it does it is that the same kind of like it's the same thing, same thing. It's the same thing, dude, trying to wear a bunch of hats and trying to learn you know the business part the marketing how to be you know engaging on social media how to you know taxes and all that stuff and contracts and and then you do all that stuff and then you have to still create stuff too so um it, i would say it's kind of the same kind of about, about half and half for sure damn what's been the dopest experience that you've had as an artist like what have you had any moments where either maybe it's performing on stage with somebody maybe it's somebody coming up to you and saying like yo dude your voice is crazy like has there been a moment yet that you that that has touched you more than more than others um there's a few but the first thing that that um comes to mind was um playing life is beautiful Ooh, that was that was which year did you play i played 2017 dope yeah 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 the year bitcoin hit its all-time high (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You talk about 2017. That's all I'm going to talk about, bro. <laughs> that's all that happened. Yeah, it's, getting, it's getting close again. <laughs> but um, Man, yeah, so dope. life is beautiful was the thing for me because it was a realization that like it's like maybe I could maybe I could really do this and mm-hmm. and to be able to play my original music um, on that platform for people was mm-hmm. was something special. Yeah. Have you found like the audience at at a at a concert like Life is Beautiful versus playing like a regular show? Is there like a big difference in the amount of energy and the amount of love you get, or is it kind of the same? I say the energy is a little bit of the same. I think the only difference is that for for the festival, you're getting people from all over, you know, the U.S. Yeah, you know, coming to Vegas. Yeah. Um. So I would say that's like a main like the main difference between those. You 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 uh you have a website right, Cameron Calloway? I do. Is it CameronCalloway.com? CameronCalloway.com. And you have, you have all your music on there? Music, Spotify, YouTube. Your tour and everything Bio, like that? tour dates. What, what about merch? You got merch, bro? You know what? I'm working on some new designs. You should, man. Yeah, I'm I think I, th- I think one of one of the things that people really dig about artists, or even like even if you're a brand, like like I said, I love your style right now, man. The beanie, the shirt, yeah, like dude. the colors, it just and it kind of matches your personality too. So it's like if you had merch, people can buy your merch and then yeah. get more attached to it. Yeah, you know, I've had I've I've had merch. I just at the moment, uh, I I'm at the, I'm back at the drawing board, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to figure out what I could do differently, or just some new design ideas. You know, yeah, that design is a cra- is a trippy thing, man. Because uh, the design can be everything, right? Because you don't want to just have like Cameron Cal. I mean, you could right. you could just have your name on there, right? Yeah, but like there's this podcast h3h3 that we, that we that we listen to and they had a shirt uh it was like a tie-dye with like two skulls on it like it was like a really dope design it was very dope but it was like 50 bucks and then i was like huh he bought it <laughs> that design did is dope though did you, did you buy it i ended up buying did it anyways it? Hey. only because they had my size i was like well okay you know because there's not a lot of people that carry 3x mm. but uh i was like yeah i mean i do it Scooped like it up. if an artist has like a vinyl and I yeah. know that vinyl's like, oh, okay, it's like a little rare, and it's a little, it's something dope because yeah, I, right. I like vinyls. I'm like, I'm gonna purchase it, right? Because I have love for this artist, and I want to support him the best, like, best way I can, right? But a shirt for sure, 
That's it's it's so dope when artists have dope ass and shirts. And it has to be appealing too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do, do if you I know, just saw a shirt with the name? Do Do you know uh, the artist? Uh, I mean, if it's a cool little logo with your if name. If it's a cool logo tight, with the name, yeah. If yeah. it's just yeah. your name, yeah. yeah. Do you know the artist uh, JMSN? Jameson? Oh, Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. Jameson. So he, J, well, I don't know if it... <laughs> I think it's Jameson. Jameson. But if you look at his brand, it's so dope, bro, because he does he like, he like does songs about drinking, but he has shot glasses on his on his, his website. He, yeah, his merch, you know? And then, like, his 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 whole product lineup just matches that style that he... Smells like alcohol. Does. Yeah. Yeah. All his clothes look like, he, like something you smoke in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying like that, you know, you know, that's where I was going. And this with is where maybe I could throw in the, you know, the Nickelodeon thing. Bro, I'm telling you, yeah. man, yeah. that I think it was your logo that I looked at. Was it kind of like a you, your logo is like a very like doesn't have your face on sketch? It? Yeah, it's like a sketch, right? Sonya, Sonya drew that sketch. Ooh, yeah. shout yeah. out to Sonya. Shout out to she's Sonya. She's killing logo. it. Dude, I, I came out of practice one day and uh, she's like, look what I drew. And I was like, that's actually that's really cool. Yeah, I think I want to use it as a logo. Yeah, and so I, I, I use it as a logo. And did she pull one on you and be like, "It's fifty dollars"? She said it was seventy dollars. Seventy-five. You just see an invoice in your email. <laughs> she goes, "Here you go." <laughs> Wake up to an invoice. Why the fuck do I have an invoice? <laughs> oh man, I was gonna ask how how do your how do your parents feel about your music? Like, do they do they rock with your music? Do they support the, the, the your decision to become a musician as a career? They still want you to or be a nurse. Or are they still still trying to have you become a nurse at a one musician point? musician nurse. You know, <laughs> I, it's, I don't know. I, to, to be honest, like, um, I would love to have their, their full support. I think sometimes I don't mm. feel that. That comes, uh, that comes that's parents, They're just though. being parents. Yeah. You know, just understanding that just being parents. What was they, it, uh, we're listening to JK. Was it JK? Mm. Bart always talked. Do you know who JK Films is? No. JK Films, they're a YouTube channel, uh, and they do a lot of uh, vlogging. They do a lot of, like, kind of like podcasting, too, kind of like this. Um, but they, they, they always talk about their story of their parents, like, because they do skits on YouTube and they do, like, funny videos on YouTube. But when they first did it for, like, the first five, six years, it, that's all it was, was funny videos. They got a couple thousand views and everything. Mm -hmm. But over time, they garnered so much attention to where now, like, dude, they're, I'm pretty sure they're yeah, pulling they're seven in. figures. They're seven company. figures a month type of thing, bro. Mm -hmm. They're making, and their parents still are not, not like, supportive yeah. until they saw that money come in. And they're like, okay, it, it's a career, I guess. You right. know what I mean? And right. they'll still probably like, be like, you know, you can still go to school. <laughs> yes, yes, that's definitely. That's how my aunts are. I'm like, it's Yo, because I'm doing great. And they're like, you can still go to school. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> it's because parents still see the whole thing. Well, what are you going to do with the internet goes out? Yes. You know? <laughs> you know? You can't sing forever. What are you going to do when your voice stops working? <laughs> yeah, like, what? What if somebody punches you in the throat? You stop singing. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, man. Yeah, man. Uh, maybe we'll come on board sometime soon. But yeah, I think definitely the the money thing. That's a thing, you know, for sure. They just, so, they, parents just want to see their kid. So going back, it's just like your parents were they musical at all? Like, no. Is, or you just completely found music yourself? No, no. Um, I found music that's myself. But I got some stories that my mom used to kind of play guitar in, in the Philippines, and mm. she would sing to her class. But I didn't know that until like last year. Mm. That, oh damn! What? Yeah, she looked like sing to her. It might be a the story blood. there. It might be a story there somewhere, man. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. Coco? Oh yes, I have. Yeah, seen Coco. you seen what the, they want to talk about the the papa? They want to talk about the, <laughs> you know the one who's a musician. It might be that kind of thing, man. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. in the blood. You never yeah, know. Man. Yeah, I know my my grandpa's a guitar player. He's been a music player his whole life. Never did it. I don't think he did it as a profession, but 
his whole life since you know for the last 60 70 years he's he's played guitar mm. and uh he's really good he plays that old style mexican music like the the, the i don't know if you heard about it it's called bolero it's no. like the when you it's hear my like favorite. it's like a trio type of music where you have a you have a guitarist you have a vocalist you have maybe like a a bass or uh sounds like a band yeah <laughs> it's a trio okay it's really dope yeah okay yeah put you on man and what's the style called it's called bolero Bol- bolero B-O-L-E-R-O Bolero Yeah so okay. anybody's tuning in Listening to you You guys should open up Spotify Yeah And look up Bolero Okay Yeah Okay I'll put you on some artists Please later. Do. I forgot their names Because they're in Spanish <laughs> <laughs> uh, But one of the One of the last questions I kind of had was uh, You write your own music Right As yes. well Do you produce it I don't produce it Okay but you But you um, still write it And you record it in- I write it I write it Yeah I write everything Myself and um, You know Being able to jam With other musicians mm-hmm. They're able to help me out And kind of steer me in a direction um if i just give him like oh i'm kind of hearing it like this yeah but eventually i would like to be able to just kind of be my own producer yeah you know because after a while you have ideas but sometimes you won't get what it is out of your mind to somebody else yep. like you're the only one who could make mm. that thing come through you know, uh true yeah you know? do, do you have a favorite song that you've written here it comes <laughs> It's about to come out. Oh, snap. You know, probably Extraordinary. That's a great song. Yeah, probably Extraordinary. Really I good. sing that song on the way to work. Yeah. <laughs> now we know you're lying. I think your little sister, I think your little sister sung it for, I had like this contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my little sister Jocelyn. She has a great voice, yeah. man. She loves your really music. She loves both of your music. <laughs> the night that I met you guys uh, downtown, uh, I, th- I think it was... Sonia might have given me a CD or yeah, or something, and I and I gave it to my sister, and she's like, "Oh my god, I need to follow her on Instagram," and and she's just she's your guys' biggest fan. She has a lovely voice, man. I keep telling her all the time that you should really like pursue a music a career in it because that's something that I know singing makes people happy. Yes, and when you when you have the ability to sing the way you do and you don't sound bad, like there's something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I I think she's just more focused on the tr- she likes she wants to become a psychologist and she has a career things set okay. up for her for herself so so i'm not trying to force anybody my, my dad used to be the kind who always, always told me like you know you're a studio engineer you record people why don't you record your sister and i did i like i recorded her uh when she was 11 when she was 12 i think the last song we ever did she was 12 or 13 it was like a cover of payphone by broom five and she sounds great but it's like i can't make her sing like make right. force her to do it you know what i mean like right. she she has to be constantly bugging me like when are we going to record can we do this or but if i don't see the initiative why am i going to try yeah you know what i mean like that should come from you because ultimately right. it's going to be your career right yeah mm-hmm. absolutely right respect man. yeah yeah that sounds like a dope place to uh kind of end it i think we're at the uh 45 hour mark 45 uh, hour 45 45, <laughs> 45 minute to one hour mark <clears throat> uh real quick for people who want to check you out follow you on instagram twitter all that good stuff where can they find you uh they can find me at cameroncalloway.com just cameroncalloway.com uh and then they can find all everything on there um but if they're on instagram and they want to connect on instagram and, and stay in touch they can find me at cameron.calloway there you go and if uh nice. do, do you think people should comment and like on this video absolutely comment yeah. and like smash that like button <laughs> we're gonna that mention, subscribe button smash the like button yeah, oh, we're gonna there mention we go. that in the, oh, there you go Ooh, hold on can we get that, that sound real quick <laughs> <laughs> we're nah, that you know it's just I found out recently that when you people click like and they actually comment it's almost like Instagram it pushes you up in the algorithm and when people search like podcasts or whatever 
it, it's more likely to show up. Yeah. You know, it so helps, it's one of man. those. It helps. I don't know. We did the first 60 something episodes. And that's and the we morning never, dinner later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we did the first 60 something episodes, bro. We never asked anybody. Yeah. I think the first 20 episodes, you didn't even introduce yourself. No, I wasn't even in the podcast. I was just, hey. And yeah. then that's it. But you learn, but we're you learn learning. as you go. You learn exactly. as you go. Same, it's the same with everybody else, man. You learn as you go. Thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, thank, thank you all for you so having me, man. Episode Appreciate 69 y'all. of the Morning Dinner Ooh, Podcast. Hey. Dirty little there number. Uh, real quick <laughs> thank us for watching and we'll catch you guys in the next morning dinner every time I come in the kitchen you in the kitchen in the goddamn refrigerator I sure am hungry when you at your friend's house and you're in your friend's a couple and they start arguing in front of you when the, the parents start fighting <laughs> when you at your friend's house and the parents start fighting yo thank you guys for watching all the way through that podcast episode with Cameron Calloway or listen if you listen don't forget we're giving away another morning dinner t-shirt all white baby Bam, that's all son. right Bam, uh, if you guys want to win we mentioned the details Bam. in the intro but if you guys want to win this t-shirt drop a comment down below and let us know for your chance to win we'll announce the winners next week sorry it's overexposed yeah it's just the camera settings it looks it looks good it looks in amazing. person and it's not wrinkled too we gonna we gonna take care of you right there uh but yeah if you guys want to catch our, our brand new episode next week drop a comment down below for a chance to win don't forget to like comment and subscribe i'm wearing it i feel like we don't ask for much yeah we don't, please we don't, subscribe you pieces we don't ask of for shit. much I don't <laughs> we don't ask for much guys show us love Let's bring the community out here. Show us love and get one of these shirts. Yeah, for your chance to win. Let us, uh, <laughs> golly. Uh, we're going we're gonna to keep that intro, that, no, that I, outro. I love it all. Yeah, let's it do all. it. Let's keep it. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, over here. Late. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>